Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. I have Craig Dickens. He is a CEO and founder of Merritt Harbor Capital on the show with me. Craig, welcome to the show. Thanks, Michael. Glad to be here. All right, I'm glad and congratulations on the new studio and the traction that uh, CEO Money has received. It's really exciting to uh, watch you guys uh, grow and take off. Thanks, Craig. And I'm glad you could be a part of it, too. Appreciate that. You know, there's a lot that has been happening since you were last on the show. Give us an update on the market, let's say for M&A, and specifically, if I can, for CEOs and entrepreneurs looking to, say, sell. What's the crystal ball say? I mean, where do you see the markets going for valuation and uh, of companies and, and people trying to sell their companies? Yeah, it's been an interesting time. I think it's been a few months since I've been on. Uh, obviously, we got through uh, the 2018 cycle. And, um, you know, December 3rd, I think we had an inverted yield curve, uh, which is always an early indicator of a recession. I think we've seen from a deal activity standpoint, uh, multiples for companies selling have uh, have probably peaked. Um, so we're kind of at an interesting inflection point in the marketplace. Marketplace has uh, given us a couple of other indicators. Uh, debt, commercial debt is, uh, is tightening slightly. I think the real estate sector, uh, those folks that are investing uh, in, in real estate have seen you know, some nice appreciation over the last few years. Certainly in our market uh, up in Seattle, we've seen uh, that start to skyrocket. But the tea leaves are turning there a little bit as well. Um, we're seeing credit tightening a little bit. We're seeing uh, loan to cost calculations for investing in new development projects come down. Typically, a real estate developer could get, you know, 65% loan to cost uh, on a debt product to help them uh, finance development. We're now seeing certain sectors like uh, limited service hotels and, and other sectors in the 50% loan to cost range. So you take a bunch of these economic factors, despite the market being, you know, at high multiples and a lot of cash in the market, we're starting to see the tea leaves tell a little bit of a different story. So I don't want to be one of those guys that predicts doom and gloom. I don't think it'll be that, uh, that uh, dramatic, but we are seeing some general slowdown. All right. Now... All right. Let's talk about some of the strategies that CEOs and entrepreneurs should take now that the tea leaves are shifting. Yeah, I think first and foremost, you know, we have a responsibility as CEOs to protect our shareholders and to deliver shareholder value, whether it, uh, you know, is in good times or in bad. And oftentimes value can be defined by, you know, two different things. First and foremost, creating value, growth and profitability and then ultimately de-risking future cash flows, de-risking a company can uh, increase its value as well. So I think ultimately as companies assess uh, perhaps a slowdown in growth, um, you know, they really need to start looking at their capital stack and look at their, um, the amount of debt that they're carrying. And it might be a great opportunity during that inflection point for those smart CEOs that are you know, really kind of spending time thinking about where their business could be in 12 months, 18 months, 24 months to assess your capital stack, maybe change your debt structure, your mix between debt and equity. Um, you know, th those are prudent moves to make in this marketplace. And there are some creative strategies, obviously, that, you know, looking at the term of your debt, um, you know, looking at how your interest is calculated and paid 
and really getting creative with you know how you use debt as part of your capital stack. I think another option that is again still riding the wave of a lot of capital available in uh, in the markets. Uh, there is a group of private equity and other investors like SBIC firms that um, are making minority equity investments in companies. So, you know, if you've got some gray hair like I do and you're thinking, all right, you know, how much debt do I want to tolerate? You might want to consider a minority recapitalization and have an equity partner brought into your company to perhaps retire some debt or even for you personally to take some chips off the table. There are a lot of investors that are willing to make a minority investment in good operating companies. So, you know, my advice to CEOs over the next 12 to 24 months is uh, might start to instead of grow, 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 offense, 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 uh, start to think about, you know, defense being your best offense. Got it. Sound advice. All right. Uh, are there any other practical or operational things that uh, CEOs should consider to, to ensure that they're building value and, if you will, becoming more recession resistant and to better prepare mm -hmm. for what even they may not know is coming just because sometimes you don't sure. know what you don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, so there's a couple of options. If, if you buy into the fact that there might be a little bit of a slowdown in the economy, mm -hmm. you need to personally take stock and assess whether, you know, it's the peak of the market. I might want to sell now versus wait for five years. I might want to consider an encore career. You know, that's an always an option. Uh, certainly some folks can, can do nothing and just kind of ride it out business as usual. I think from a operational and tactical standpoint, uh, it's surprising because of all the unemployment numbers will tell you that, you know, oh, gee, you know, unemployment is low and it's hard finding good talent and talent is migrating to other areas. But we found in our own business and we're counseling clients to really think of this inflection in the market and people moving from one employer to another to look to upgrade talent. Um, you know, people don't always move uh, from one company to another because they're disgruntled or they're not challenged. You know, they might move for a different type of opportunity. And we've personally been surprised, even in a tight labor market, that we've been able to upgrade talent and uh, really kind of bring on some folks that can move the needle that just want a change from their current environment. So for those that are frustrated by that, um, you know, might be from an operational standpoint, a good time to test the waters even though the, the popular sentiment is, you know, uh, the labor markets are tight. I think that is one area that, you know, CEOs can focus on and keep building that, that leadership team. The, the other is kind of, uh, kind of the technology and efficiency play in that those companies that invest in technology before a business slowdown, you know, generally come out of the other end uh, a lot stronger and with kind of a greater flywheel effect. So, you know, if you're thinking about ways you can invest in technology and, you know, efficiency in your business, uh, now might be a good time. You might say no to the CapEx and buying the big brand new machine and all of that um, and, and really invest in technological solutions that will be less costly, but usually deliver, uh, you know, a more solid shorter term ROI, uh, which can ultimately lead to a, a longer term ROI. Speaking of CapEx, I would just say that, again, if we're going to slow down a little bit and we have a responsibility to shareholders, we really need to prove ROI on big CapEx. Uh, you're thinking about that million dollar machine. You might want to think more around strategic alliances. Who else has that machine? Can I outsource that work without, you know, taking on more debt? 
um, and just getting creative so that you think a little bit more defensively, uh, you know, going forward uh, for the next year or so. Got it. I agree with that 100. percent I I look to uh, engage new technologies wherever I can, so that uh, I am ahead of the curve when things happen. But let's let's get to the bottom line here. Sounds like you're advocating CEOs be smarter and wiser about debt, de-risk, and how they can measure and um, I guess anticipate the the exit plans and build better value strategies to be able to to make money during the good times as well as the bad. Am I am I correct on that? Yeah, and I th I think the principle that that you know on a personal level for CEOs watching your show, you know we we have been for the last several years, even though growth has been hard to come by, we've been very focused on growth. And, uh, you know, uh, making the hay while the hay is to be made. There's, you know, cheap debt, availability of capital, you know, looser lending standards, et cetera. And, you know, I almost want to encourage CEOs to take personal stock and personal time, set aside time to work on your business. Think about these longer term strategic decisions, start to shift your mindset more along the defensive track to make sure that you can hold on to that value. And for those that are not willing to do that or it's not in their DNA, you know, the market still it's a great time to, to sell a company because we are still technically in that peak uh, of the market as far as multiples that are being paid. So, uh, you know, it, you still have options available. But I guess my my warning is, you know, here's your sign. There's several things about the economy that are saying there's there's change afoot. So let's just be smart and let's just protect our shareholders and, and look to hang on to that value and build value during the downtime. We get, uh, we're starting to get, uh, you know, one more indicator. We're getting several private equity investors that are looking at companies to purchase companies. You know, they're saying, I think we might sell a few more of our assets at the peak and we'll wait to buy on the dip. So, you know, certainly I don't want anyone out there to, um, you know, if, if they can get a 7X today in selling their company, maybe that's a 6X or a 5X a year from now or two years from now. So just want to think about your timing carefully. Good food for thought. Craig, thanks for being a guest on today's show. Learn something again every time when you're on the show. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Thanks for watching CEO Money. Don't forget, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.